I'm Brett Chang, and this is your Peak Daily for Friday, August 4th, 2023, where we cover the biggest stories in Canadian and global business, finance, and tech all in less than seven minutes. In a post-pandemic economy, people are living more and they're working less. Gen Zs are quote-unquote working their wage, quiet quitting, and finding lazy girl jobs, and report being happier as a result. Now, they're coming up against executives trying to get them back in the office. Who will win in this labor showdown? Well, we don't know for sure, but you know, as a millennial, it's definitely entertaining to watch. But Peak Pals, besides the Gen Z work ethic, got a great episode for you today. For our first story, Alberta pauses on renewables. For our second story, an e-commerce turf war is brewing. And for our last story, Ozempic versus Berberine. For our first story, wind and solar are the fastest growing sources of electricity in the world. Now, that's a bit too fast, at least if you ask Alberta. Here's what's happening. Alberta has paused all approvals for new wind and solar projects larger than one megawatt for the next six months to close the gaps in current development policies, some of which don't reflect the realities of a power grid fueled by renewables. The move is a response to concerns over where the projects are built, how it will affect the power grid, and who will foot the bill to clean up old wind turbines or solar panels. Now, Alberta's utilities minister told the CBC, let's just make sure that the ground rules are clearly established and our governing bodies also have the policies in place. And this matters because the move keeps Premier Daniel Smith on a collision course with the federal government, which is relying on Alberta's cooperation to cut the country's carbon emissions by 40 to 45 percent by 2030. An ask that Smith said would cripple the province's economy. Alberta is slowly moving away from fossil fuels. In 2022, 17% of the province's power came from wind and solar, which was above its target to meet its 30% goal by 2030. For comparison, all electricity in Quebec and BC is powered by renewable sources, but energy makes up a much smaller percentage of GDP in both provinces, which is the bottom line here. There are 3,400 megawatts of wind and solar projects under construction in Alberta. That's worth about $2.7 billion. About 15 larger projects are likely to be affected by the pause, while small projects in local homes and communities can still forward. For our second story, many contests over the years have been dubbed the fight of the century, but Walmart versus Amazon might live up to that hyperbole, at least on the e-commerce front. Here's what's driving the news. Amazon is opening a new robotics-backed fulfillment center in Ontario on October 1st. The center will have the capacity to pick, pack, and ship 750,000 items daily. And it's happening because Amazon, for decades, the undisputed leader in e-commerce, is trying to stay ahead of its arch-rival, Walmart. The king of traditional retail has made big moves in the e-commerce sector after the pandemic convinced execs to start using stores as hubs. Since then, Walmart has made major progress in fulfillment to spur its e-commerce ambitions. The company earmarked $14 billion last year for supply chain advancements, and 55% of its packages will be processed at automated fulfillment facilities by 2026. Walmart is also playing copycat. Last month, it launched a Prime-like subscription program in Canada and ran an online sales event at the same time as Prime Day. But Amazon is still top dog. Yesterday, the company reported sales growth and profit that topped analyst expectations, powered in part by, well, you guessed it, e-commerce. The bottom line is, while both companies are investing heavily into automation, warehouses, and customer experience, the ability to translate investments into lower prices, speedy delivery times, or other value adds, like high personalization, is what will win customer dollars. 
For our third story, TikTokers, I guess who else would do this, have found a natural alternative to Ozempic in berberine, a chemical found in plants like barberry and golden seal. Per Wired, TikTok influencers are fueling the surge in summer sales for berberine, a supplement nicknamed Nature's Ozempic, a play on the popular type 2 diabetes drug that became a phenomenon when it was discovered to cause weight loss. One company selling the product has seen sales increase more than 165% in the second quarter of 2023 just so far, compared to sales in the same period last year. A director at the National Center for Complementary and Integrative Health told Wired, I can't think of another example where something has gone viral to this extent. And if something sounds too good to be true, it probably is. Health professionals don't recommend popping berberine for weight loss. Its antibiotic properties can build a person's resistance to life-saving drugs. Its impact on enzymes can affect how other drugs break down. It can also reduce insulin resistance. To zoom out, despite ongoing investigations into the potentially life-threatening side effects of the new generation of weight loss drugs, Sales of Ozempic have surged by 23% so far this year, and sales for the broader market are expected to balloon to $44 billion by 2030. Yesterday, a lawsuit was filed against the manufacturers of Ozempic and Monjaro over claims that the drugs can cause gastroparesis, a paralysis of the stomach. The bottom line is customers are so excited about the prospect of easily losing weight that they're willing to turn a blind eye to drawbacks to medical or alternative interventions. Peak Pals, thanks for making us the most listened to business news podcast in Canada. Got a second? Why not follow this podcast on your app of choice and leave us a review? And if you want more Peak, make sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at readthepeak.com. Thanks, Peak Pals, and have a great weekend. Peak Pals.